Cardinals make a couple signings. Hollywood Brown's contract after this season, if he blows up or doesn't play very well, and what would a world look like without Rodney Hudson? Locked on Cardinals. We're going to hit them all. Let's go. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Going live all week this week, man. Uh, it's a little bit of an oblong month. I'm um, doing podcasts Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday in the month of June. I'll be ramping up back to five days a week coming up in July after the 4th of July weekend. Uh, thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Truly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't be here without you. Um, it's been a weird offseason. It's been a clunky offseason for the Cardinals. There's been peaks. There's been valleys. Kind of like what the last two seasons for the Cardinals have been, what we've witnessed. Uh, most recently with minicamp, Rodney Hudson not being there. Cliff Kingsbury saying he's praying that Kyler Murray gets a contract done before the start of the 2022 season. And he hopes that Hollywood Brown is in tow after this season, even though he's got two years left on his deal. I talked about that yesterday about how, you know what? It could get weird with Hollywood Brown. If he plays really well at wide receiver one status, he's going to want to get paid after this season, in my opinion. If he doesn't play great, he's probably going to get one. He's probably going to want to get paid after this season. Uh, there are, as are during most offseason for the Cardinals in recent memory, a lot of question marks that are still yet to be answered. It's June 17th. It's no longer cute like, oh, Free agency just started. We're three months in. And even with the two additions that the Cardinals just made, don't even know if we're going to make the roster at this point. Um, the defense is not complete. The offense seems to be complete, seems to be saturated with talent, but we'll see what happens with the offensive line. If Rodney Hudson doesn't come back, I'll talk about that in the third segment. Um, you know, first of all, free and available on all platforms. Locked on Cardinals, baby. You know you can find my ugly mug wherever you want. Um, the Cardinals make two signings yesterday. Uh, corner Josh Jackson and linebacker Ben Neiman. Um, Josh Jackson did a Rasul Douglas last year. Got picked up off, I think it was the Giants practice squad to go play with Kansas City. No, he did not get a massive contract like Rasul Douglas did after the Packers picked him up from the Cardinals practice squad. But it's another body for the cornerback room that the Cardinals desperately need. Don't know what's going to happen with Robert Alford. They're, the cornerback room is probably the biggest question mark going into 2022 for the Cardinals. And Steve Kime has yet to really address it with any sort of substantiality. You've got Byron Murphy. You've got Marco Wilson coming off injury for his second year. Hopefully poised to take that jump forward. We don't really know. Kevin Peterson's on is in the cornerback room. Um now Josh Jackson? I mean, it's, it's, the Chiefs didn't have a great cornerback group last year. And I think that Josh Jackson only played two games with them. So this is, we'll see. I mean, it's he's, he's a body. And we'll see if he has any sort of substantial impact on the roster, if at all, come 2022. 
And then uh, Ben Neiman, linebacker, 6'2", 235. I mean, one sack last year. Started five games for the Chiefs. Filling out a roster. Filling out a roster. There's still some higher impact guys out there that even though they probably will warrant a little bit of a higher price point, namely Jason Pierre-Paul, Justin Houston's still out there. Remember, he got paid $1.2 million by the Ravens last year. He would be an immediate upgrade from what the Cardinals have now. And so would Jason Pierre-Paul, even at his, his advanced stage. But the Cardinals do make two signings. It's noteworthy because they made they they are starting to kind of move towards filling out some sort of this, uh, fill out this roster, I think. I just don't, on June 17th, 2022, look at this defense and see 11 starters that the Cardinals have on the roster. Marcus Golden is one of the most under-talked about uh, guys, under-the-radar guys who led the, led the Cardinals in sacks last year. He's been a vision. That was one of Steve Kime's better moves trading him. I think it was for a sixth-round pick for the to the Giants. Um, he's been great. He's been great. You don't want him to be your lead pass rusher, which is what it looks like he, the Cardinals are going to find themselves in that situation going into 2022, unless Steve Kimes make, makes another move uh, before you know the start of camp and before the start of the season. But as we sit on June 17th, a lot of question marks on the defense. See if Vince Joseph will have the capability to elevate the talent on that side of the ball like he's been able to over the last couple years. Uh, Hollywood Brown... It's really interesting. I talked about him yesterday. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury wants him to get an extended deal. You'd expect that if they traded a first-round pick for him, that this is not the only time that he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal, regardless of how he performs this year. Like, if he has a total bust of a year, which I don't think is going to happen. I mean, I know that him and Kyler Murray haven't played together in 1,200 days, 1,400 days, something like that, since the 2018 season at Oklahoma, when you're playing against defenses that – could be relegated if that were possible, playing in the Big 12. We'll see if it'll transition to 2022. You think it will. I think it will. But say he's in that middle ground where it's, you know, I don't know, 70 catches, 80 catches, 1,200 yards receiving, and seven touchdowns. It's like, does that warrant wide receiver one money? Probably not. Is he going to want wide receiver one money? Absolutely. I'm going to talk about that next more in depth. Locked on Cardinals. First betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your sports betting and info and everything. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's, you know, uh, Stanley Cup, which I think there's a game tonight. It's been bonkers. A whole bunch of goals scored in the first game. Major League Baseball every day. And, of course, all the latest fighting news with MMA and UFC, all the way to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live live betting esports, and more, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, second segment, Alex Clancy here, Locked on Cardinals. Drop your questions in the chat. It's a fan Friday. I'll answer all the questions that you have surrounding the Arizona Cardinals, your questions, your concerns, your excitement level, whatever. Drop it in the chat. Happy to answer. Hollywood Brown is going to be a very interesting storyline from now through the end of the 2022 season. You know, it'll be the pinnacle of it will be during the first six weeks with DeAndre Hopkins on the shelf due to the PED suspension. Hollywood Brown is going to move into that wide receiver one role. He was there in Baltimore, I guess, even though Mark Andrews was probably the number one target for Lamar Jackson when he was healthy. And 
he's gonna have to learn a new offense that he that he kind of knows. He has his boy quarterback that he that he has obviously a long history with, and he knows that if he puts up big numbers this year, that the Cardinals may the Cardinals hand may be forced to rip that rip up the last year of that of that contract and pay him like what happened with AJ Brown. If he doesn't perform, the Cardinals will probably warrant or will probably have him play on that last year of the deal and prove it before they give him an extension. We don't know what Hollywood Brown is yet. We've seen incredible peaks and we've seen a bunch of dropsies in bad situations. We don't know what he is as a wide receiver. Is he a wide receiver one? Is he a wide receiver one and a half? Is he one of the better wide receiver twos in the NFL? We don't know yet because he's never really been, well, he's never been in a pass first offense. They, they run the ball and play defense out in Baltimore. And Lamar Jackson, I for my money, had his best season to date before he got hurt last year. Throw away the win-loss record. Throw away the numbers. His ability to keep his team in games when they were ravaged by injuries before the season started. He was able to keep them afloat. Won a lot of big games, primetime games. And he was throwing the ball more than ever last year because they were down more than ever since he came into the league. Hollywood Brown has never been in this type of offense in the NFL. So we're going to find out what type of receiver he is in this offense in the NFL pretty much right away. They play the Chiefs. They play the Raiders. They play the Chargers. They play the Rams. They've got a murderer's row in the first six weeks of the season with DeAndre Hopkins on the shelf. And they're going to look to Hollywood Brown to be the difference maker, not only taking the top off the defense, but being that wide receiver one that the Cardinals desperately need with DeAndre Hopkins out. Now, sure, he's going to have help. He's going to have A.J. Green. He's going to have Rondo Moore in his second campaign. Zach Ertz, Trey McBride, Daryl Williams, James Conner. They got it all. So we're going to find out not only about Hollywood Brown, but also about Cliff Kingsbury's offense, because now there are zero excuses. One of the now built-in excuses is the question marks surrounding Rodney Hudson. I'll talk about that in the final segment. The best offensive lineman the Arizona Cardinals have and have had is Kyler Murray's legs. I said that when they drafted him, when the offensive line was bad, I said that when the offensive line broke down two years ago and when it kind of broke down last year. You don't want Kyler Murray to have to be outside of the pocket more than he already is. You want that cocoon protected around him to where he can step up and go through progressions and not just have to check down because so he doesn't get sacked first. And, you know, the anchor of that offensive line is Rodney Hudson. But skill position players, the Cardinals, they've got a top five, top seven skill possession player roster in the NFL. So this isn't Hollywood Brown on an island where it's a bad offense and it's just him that's going to get 80% of the Michael Thomas target share and he's just going to have to deal with double teams all year, he's going to have a lot of single coverage, a lot of it. And it's going to be up to Cliff Kingsbury to utilize him correctly to see where his ceiling will be, if it's going to be a wide receiver one, a fringe wide receiver one and a half, or one of the top wide receiver twos in the NFL. We don't know yet because we haven't seen it in practice yet. We haven't seen it on the field yet. And the reason why he's one of the biggest question marks is because they've traded a first-round pick for him when there were all the other needs, all of them. They could have drafted Tyler Linderbaum, played him at guard, 
and then, oh, look at this. Rodney Hudson may not be in camp. Cool. You could have a potential all-pro center for the next 10 years because he drafted mid-21 overall. Steve Kime said, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to overcorrect on everything, like I normally do, and get Kyler Murray's guy to appease Kyler Murray. The move wasn't bad, but it it looked worse, in my opinion, because they had so many other needs. Pass rush. Run blocking. Or run stopping. Corner. Offensive line. And he decides to go out and get a wide receiver who they're going to have to pay if he balls out this year, who they're going to have to pay next year. So the whole rookie-scale contract thing is a joke. May as well trade it for A.J. Brown. May as well have. Because Hollywood Brown is going to be an expensive employee if he puts up numbers like we think he's going to in 2022. So, Hollywood Brown is going to be the catalyst for something after this season, whether it be a huge chunk of the uh, a huge chunk of the salary cap, or a contract negotiation that could go south because Hollywood Brown did not put up the numbers necessary to warrant ripping up his rookie scale contract and paying him early like AJ Brown just got paid. Can he be the anchor? You'd like to think all of the boxes are checked. Running gun offense, quarterback he's comfortable with, familiar with. He's never really been unleashed in a pass-first offense. They've got a stacked offensive skill position group, which all should yield Hollywood Brown balling the hell out. But if he doesn't, it's going to be an interesting offseason. What, what is the floor to get him absolutely paid? What's the floor? Is it touchdowns? Is it total yards? Is it receptions? Is it a feel thing? Is it the intangibles? Is it drop? Is it is it him? You know, uh, jettisoning the number of drops that he has. What is it? I mean, if he has eighty catches, fifteen hundred yards, and ten touchdowns, pay him. Pay him. Pay him. Um, but that means you're gonna be paying DeAndre Hopkins and him a whole lot of cheese. For a wide receiver group, like it's a wide receiver position. They don't protect the quarterback. They don't rush the opposing quarterback. How important is the wide receiver position now? These are all the questions that are going to be swirling the Arizona Cardinals one way or the other. Regardless of how Hollywood Brown performs next year, there's going to be questions that have heavy weight on the future of this organization. Whether you need to pay him now because he deserves it after what happened last year. Do you have him play out the contract? We'll see how well that's gone with top-tier wide receivers. Or if he doesn't, if he kind of disappoints, what do you do then? Hopefully it's a good problem to have and not a bad problem to have. Only time will tell. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Follow the podcast and Locked on AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. It's a fan Friday. I'm going to talk Rodney Hudson. I'll talk about your comments in the chat. Um, All that and more next. Locked on Cardinals, first rock auto. Makes and models are abound. It's now impossible for your local chain storefronts to have all the parts in store all the time. And if they do, they're upcharging the hell out of you. 30, 40, 50, even 100% for the same parts at a chain storefront. Rockauto.com, family-owned business. They don't treat family like that. They don't upcharge you. Go to rockauto.com. 
their prices are reliably low. Type, you know, whatever, paint, carpet, make, model, boop, a couple days later on your doorstep. Socially distanced, if you don't want to be around people, awesome. RockAuto.com has got you covered. You can do it in your jammies, man. You could just get tires, you can get paint, whatever. Go to RockAuto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right. Final segment, Fan Friday. Thanks for hanging. Why aren't you at work? It's 10.45 in the morning Pacific time. I'm happy that you're playing hooky with me. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Throw a like. Throw a notif- you know, Turn the notifications on, whatever you'd like. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Um, just because we're headed into the slow season, that does not mean one iota that our content will suffer, that we're not going to talk about things that have no chance of happening just for clickbait. I try to keep this as honest and real-life application-centric to really look at this is what's really happening. These are the positives that could come out of it. These are the negatives that could come out of it. And this is why we're in the situation that we are, whether it be positive or negative. Rodney Hudson, not a great situation right now. A lot more unknown than anything, um, but it's something that needs to be discussed because it's in the news. Rodney Hudson, unexcused from mandatory minicamp, didn't show up, could be veteran, could be family stuff. I think he, uh, he just had something great happen to his family that he didn't maybe wanted to enjoy that and not be at, at mandatory minicamp. Maybe it's contractual. Maybe it has to do with the Arizona Cardinals organization. We don't know. What we do know is this team without Rodney Hudson is far worse off than this team with Rodney Hudson. The offensive guard position, both on the left and the right side of Rodney Hudson, was band-aided up because of Rodney Hudson's ability to push the pocket. When Rodney Hudson didn't play, Kyler Murray had no time. And if Rodney Hudson doesn't play in 2022 for the Cardinals for whatever reason, Rodney H- Cardinal Kyler Murray ain't going to have any time because Steve Kime has not done anything to shore up the offensive line. Bringing Will Hernandez from the Giants, cool. What are we doing here? Draft an offensive lineman in the sixth round? This is where the Hollywood Brown trade puts more pressure on this roster. Was the Hollywood Brown trade beneficial for the Arizona Cardinals? Absolutely. Should it have warranted their first round pick when they had needs elsewhere? No. And I don't understand why people don't understand, why people don't think like don't think that way. If you don't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. There's no way they could have predicted Rodney Hudson wasn't going to be at mandatory OTA at minicamp. Okay, understood. Absolutely. Tyler Linderbaum looks to be set up to be a perennial pro bowler. Cardinals could have drafted him. Moved him to guard. Had him sit for a year. And then now at least you have depth. The Cardinals are still so top-heavy. So what happened with, with, with DeAndre Hopkins last year, if one guy goes down, it shouldn't crater an offense. And that's what we've witnessed over the last season. And then going into this one, the hell is going to happen? We have no idea. It's going to be exciting, to say the least. But Rodney Hudson is the second most important person on the Arizona Cardinals roster. And he's not here right now. So it's off-putting. Let's just put it that way. When it comes to, so, okay, fine. 
Um, Max Williams and McBride has to be 100% on their blocking game if Hudson doesn't come back and Cliff better do a lot of two tight end sets. Yeah, sure. And the interior of the offensive line is still going to be exposed. I know Max Garcia is no longer with the Cardinals. Justin Pugh, like there's, you know, just rumblings that Justin Pugh would play center if, if Rodney Hudson doesn't come back. This is still very new, okay? But if this didn't happen, if Rodney Hudson was there at mandatory minicamp, and we knew he'd be there for the Cardinals for this year and next year, you know, through the extent of his contract. This offseason would be more than palatable. I still think the defense has been completely ignored. Defense took a huge step back this off, excuse me, this offseason. But what they did to the offense showed, okay, the offense is going to be the focal point. Steve Kime has forced the hand of everybody with the overcorrection. That's what it's going to be. And at least the offense is going to be putting up 30 points a game. If Rodney Hudson isn't there, that throws this whole plan into, into proverbial shambles. Like, I, I think people need to understand the, the magnitude of the absence of Rodney Hudson. If he's not here, wearing Arizona Cardinal uniform in week one. This is, this season is going to be, it's going to be a different season. It's going to be different. There, there are very few positions on a roster. You know, obviously every position on an NFL team is important. There are very few positions that where if your star player at that position is absent, it could crater an offense or a defense center is one of them with how, with how the, the guard position is constructed. Now, if Ronnie Hudson's not there, it's going to be a problem. Now this could be much ado about nothing. Like, obviously this is all speculation. Somebody called this um, irresponsible of me to even talk about. That's dumb. This is not irresponsible. We're giving all options here. He comes back. Great. He doesn't come back. Crap. Because there's no backup plan. There's no backup plan. And how there's no backup plan for a team that started 7-0 and 10-2 last year and couldn't clinch their own damn playoff spot. How there's no backup plan for everything going into the, one of the most pivotal seasons in the, in, the, in the franchise's history, that's institutional. And that's what we're dealing with. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thank you for hanging. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Got some guests lined up for next week. I know I took it off this week. We'll be back. You know I booked the A-listers. Um, thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of NBA, of Lockdown NBA Big Board, their insight. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Talk to you Monday.